my guy here, Jeff Garcia. It's been a while, man. We were just talking about it before. The, the pandemic has like really taken away uh, a lot of our, yeah. our opportunities yeah. to kind of be normal and, yep. and all of that stuff. So uh, how you been, first of all? You know, I've been all right, man. I'm actually uh, in San Antonio for the first time in three years visiting family. Uh, you mentioned the pandemic. Yeah, it just it just wrecked those plans. So, but hey, I go back to NYC uh, in a few days. <laughs> so back to the grind, back to uh, the usual business that is well, New, York, New York. New York is not the same anymore. It just is I'm, not. I'm sure it it's lost not. life. Like the life got zapped out of it. And yeah. By the way, I've I've known you for years. Yes. A good chunk of my life. I've never seen you with a white beard before. <laughs> it's the first time I've ever seen you like this. I've I never knew. seen you like this. I knew you were going to say that because I'd never grown it out like this. Yeah. I um, didn't know you had it like that. Yeah. Well, so Whoa. when, when I was living in New York with you, I didn't have all of this white. That yes. was that, that long ago when I used to grow out, like I used to have a goatee every once in a while. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was, it was all, yeah. it was all black. It was my night, my nights, natural black Greek hair. And uh, now it's uh, is a whole lot more white in there. So yeah, look at that. Well, there's a reason yeah. why I'm wearing a hat right now. I, I cover it up, <laughs> so I'm I'm blocking it out. And um, yeah, just trying to fight the 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 inevitable that's going to happen. Where it it's just uh, it's coming white. It's coming jet for us all. Uh, no, it's coming. No, it's coming for the Spurs. A healthy Celtics team. I don't like that. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Th- this is the first thing. Like the Celtics actually are. Yeah. Uh, somewhat healthy here, which has not happened very often this year. It looks like the Celtics are yeah. going to get their full starting lineup back for the first time in almost a month. Yeah. So, uh, meanwhile, the Spurs have been dealing, you know, you've been missing DeJounte Murray for a while. He might yeah. be back that game. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's in reconditioning, so yeah. he might be back. Uh, Lonnie Walker is out. So you guys have been dealing with with some injuries. I know you've lost a few games in a row. Let, let's mm-hmm. start with that. And you're coming in off a of back-to-back against Toronto, yep. which uh, we're recording this before that game. So mm-hmm. from a Celtics perspective, come on, triple overtime. Peace. Uh, it's the but, last thing this team needs. So let, give give the Celtics fans a little bit of a an update here on what, like, what, yeah. what have been facing, because I know it's been kind of tough and up and down, but there's been some yeah. been some bad. I think my first reaction or first thing I'm going to tell Celtics fans is this. So this is what a rebuild looks like. So this <laughs> is what it looks like. It's been trying times for the Spurs fan base for a couple of years now. Um, they really, San Antonio really tried to keep the wheels going, you know, with DeMar and LMA and Rudy Gay. And it just wasn't working out. And all signs were pointing to, they got to hit the reset button. And they're, they're doing it this year for the first time. They're in a youth movement. The youngest team Popovich has ever coached. Featuring the youngest player in league history, Josh Primo, eight no, nineteen years old now. So it is, uh, it is a rebuild. It, it's, it's just definitely uh, different times in San Antonio. It's not the perennial playoff team anymore. But hey, you know, signs are uh, there that their future could be bright. You know, you mentioned Murray. You know, uh, I mean, where, where did this come from? I don't think I expected this leap from him at all. You know, yeah. for him to be playing the way he's playing is ridiculous. Kelton Johnson, one of the biggest knocks on him is that he's just a bull in a china shop. That's all he does. Put his head down and just attack. Um, the last month or so, he's been actually adding a three-point shot to his game, which is almost automatic now, John. So that's something you guys are going to want to keep an eye on. You're shooting uh, from 45% KJ. from three. Yeah, he's, he's, he's automatic now. I, I, so 
that's something your Celtics fans are going to want to be looking out for. If he's getting hot and he can present a problem. Now, um, you look at the Spurs and they've been playing 500 ball of late. I know their record doesn't show it, but if you go back about 10 game-ish, it's this. This is their pattern. Win, win, lose one. Win, win, lose one. Win, win, lose one. Win, win, lose one. Win three in a row. Lose three in a row heading into uh, the uh, game versus Toronto uh, last night. So they didn't play 500 ball, which, you know, I guess is good. You know, I mean, because that's far exceeding what many thought they would be. They thought I, I thought they'd be the new kings, the new cellar dwellers to the league. Yeah. You know, and they're not. So credit to Popovich. You know, he's keeping this team competitive. Uh, this is a team you can't count out of, but I will tell you this much. Something to keep an eye on. You, you asked me that earlier. You know, if you're a Celtics fan, is watch that third quarter. Mm-hmm. Just watch that third quarter because if they're down, even if it's one point heading into the final frame, this Spurs team is winless. They cannot rally from a deficit heading into the fourth. That um, just goes to show their maturity. Uh, they're just not there yet. And you know, the very few veterans that are on this team from, uh, you know, Brent Forrest, I mentioned him because I got a chance to talk to him recently and I asked him, okay, so what's up with that? You know, what do you think that is? He says, this team gets too emotional. And uh-huh. again, a reflection about the team. They're too young. If they're down, it's, oh, we're down. Uh, you know, or they're yeah. up. Yeah, we're up. We're up, we're up, we're up, we're up. We're going to win. And, oh, we got too ahead of ourselves. So, it's just a sign of a very young team. And that's what young players do. They get crazy excited when they're up and they blow leads or they're down and they feel like, oh, we can't beat this team. But, you know, uh, this is something that, you know, the, this team needs to work out of. And the only way to work out of that is just experience and getting there. So it is a very promising future in a rebuilding year. The big question, though, is, Will they make a move to kind of speed that up? And uh, I know in San Antonio, I don't think they will. I think they'll just play it out and mm-hmm. work the draft and maybe get something for Thad Young uh, before the trade deadline. I mean, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll take something, you know, picks, <laughs> right? you know, but so, uh, yeah, it's just this is what a rebuild looks like. It's like when Batman, somebody disappears on Batman on him. He goes, oh, so that's what it feels like. Same thing here. Oh. <laughs> So this is what a rebuild feels like. That's exactly it, what it feels like. The least surprising element of this interview is you taking less than five minutes to work in a Batman reference. <laughs> Nobody would be shocked now. Nobody would be shocked no, if that actually happened. No. Um, um, but look, man, the Spurs are still dangerous, uh, especially with Murray. Yeah. Without, without Murray, you lose to the Pistons. You know, without yeah. Murray, you, know, you, still, you still gave the Grizzlies a run. You still gave the Jazz mm-hmm. a run. But with Murray, you know, you're beating like you're beating the Jazz. You've beaten mm-hmm. the, the Nuggets. Warriors. Like, yeah. Beaten, right. You beat the Warriors. You beat hell. You beat the Celtics. You know, like th- there's yeah. there's and that obviously I'm not saying that to put that in their class. But like you also we're talking about playing the Celtics. So you have wins against good teams. So mm-hmm. there's, again, I think that you're right. I think your point is well taken that young teams do play to the competition a little bit yes, more, right? Do. Yes, they do. So they they get up for you get up for the Lakers because you're playing LeBron and you and you, yeah. you beat them by 28. You know, you get up for the Clippers, you get up, you get up for those big teams, and then you slip against mm-hmm. the lesser teams. And so yeah, 
Um, my my concern from the Celtics side is Dejounte Murray coming back. We and we'll yeah. talk about the, the trade stuff. Like Dejounte Murray is having you know at twenty five years old, he's he's progressing. Like you, mm-hmm. we always like to say, there, progress isn't necessarily just linear. You don't normally go from good to better to better to better. But yeah. Dejounte Murray has done that. He's going you know better, better, better. His shooting isn't quite where it used to be, mm-hmm. um, but just about 18 points, just about nine assists, yep. just yep. about like like eight and a half rebounds. I mean, he's, he's doing a bit of everything for you guys. Mm-hmm. So just the talk about the, the DeJounte Murray impact and, and right. how you feel about him as being part of your future. Yeah, Jakob Pertl, um spoke with me a couple of days ago, and he was asked that question, you know, how is this team surviving? How is this team dealing with that and having uh, Murray? And he said he is the heart and soul. He is the leader of this team. He's down, you know, that that's going to be a problem. So what I've seen out of Murray is this, that the game has just gone very slow for him in a good way where he's able to facilitate with ease. You know, I remember years ago, he would force every single thing whenever he was on the break or just running the offense. Now he's going from better to best when it comes to the shot, whether that's an open shot for him from the mid range, or maybe a clear a wide open shot for Keldon on the baseline uh, three, the corner three. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a business scam out to get you. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill right now and take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't want, need, or just forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. And because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it very simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will take care of the rest and cancel those unwanted subscriptions in just one tap. You got yourself a Truebill concierge, which is there for you whenever you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. I love Truebill. They save me so much money. I use it. You should use it too. Truebill has over 2 million users and has helped them save over 100 million bucks. Hey, don't fall for subscription scams anymore. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. And, and that's what I like about him. He's he's becoming more of a point guard. He still tends to be a little bit more, you know, of scoring kind of point guard first. But he's learning to be much more facilitator. And thank goodness they they needed that because DeMar DeRozan, you know, when he was with the Spurs for uh, X amount of years, he was a leading facilitator. That was one thing I was thinking about. Hey, to this season, like, well, great. Who's going to be picking up the slack? Well, he's been doing that, and that being DeJounte Murray, Derek White too. You know, he's been really good at facilitating, but. As far as Murray is concerned, you just see him taking that step outside of the X's and O's, you know, the leadership aspect. Uh, He's always been wanting that role. Even when DeMar and LMA and even Kawhi was there, he's (laughs) been saying it since day one that he wants to lead this team. He couldn't, you know, because Kawhi's there. You know, (laughs) you didn't tell Kawhi, Uh, you know, DeMar DeRozan's there. You know, he's going to defer to them. Now it's his time to shine. Now he's taking advantage of it. And you love to see that out of him. Um, are there areas of his uh, game that still needs to work? Of course, you highlight the big one, you know, the outside shot. The three shot can fall down a little bit more regularity. But I think that'll come in time. All in all, he's he's the team's MVP this year. I, I, I Popovich has said it. I think everybody agrees. If Murray's not in uniform right now, this team is probably – one of the worst teams in the league right now. I mean, they're really bad already, but record-wise, but I think they could be even worse without him. Um, so I like what he's doing, and he's a good little piece to help build 
around-ish light. I still think mm-hmm. this team is still lacking that go-to guy. You know, who is the go-to guy? Well, for the Spurs this year, it's Murray. Okay, great. It's going to be Kelton tomorrow. Fine. It's probably going to be Devin Fissell tonight versus Boston. Sure. I mean, that's just how it is for San Antonio. It's 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 a leader. It's like go-to guy by committee this year. Little by little, Murray is kind of taking that. He's shown that he's not afraid to take that last second shot. Give me the mm-hmm. ball mentality. But you know, I don't think that department in his his game has gotten there yet. Um, but this is a team that is very promising, John. They just need more seasoning. And I, I think maybe by the end of this season, we should already know what this team's going to look like future forward looking if they don't blow it up. Um, because this team is going to have a lot of money to spend in the offseason, mm-hmm. a lot of money. So um, they got a decision to make with Lonnie Walker. You know, he's a restricted free agent. He's playing pretty good this year. Other little free agents here, Brent Forbes, you know, but I, I think the focus will be on Lonnie this offseason. But it's going to be interesting, John. Uh, I, I just really feel that this Spurs team really needs to consider flipping some of these guys yeah bring in a powerhouse player because the, yeah. yeah go ahead no i was gonna say because the the question now is the path forward yeah. for the spurs and so the spurs have the 10th best net rating mm-hmm. in in the nba so their offensive rating is 110 their defensive right. rating is just under 109 they're right in the middle of the pack but when you look at them uh, you know, like the celtics have a 0.9 net rating so they're better than the celtics they're better than Philly. They're better than the Clippers mm-hmm. and Denver and the Knicks. And like I'm, I'm just scrolling down all of these teams that are supposed to be like decent teams. Some of these teams are struggling for their own reasons. But my point is, Pop has them generally. Generally, Pop has guy has their teams yeah. overachieving, right? And you're talking about this is a rebuild, but you don't fully rebuild by mm-hmm. staying in the middle of the pack. You know, that's not where you want to be drafting. That's not where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and as much as we love, like, I think generally you look at this, this Spurs roster, and you're like, these are nice players. This is just a, a bunch of nice players, but you don't win championships with a bunch mm-hmm. of nice players. Like, is DeJounte yeah. Murray going to be the number one option on a championship team? I mean, probably not. Yeah. Probably, probably on a not. championship team built with a lot of uh, power players, probably not. Probably not, right? Like yeah. you need you need your top one, two, mm-hmm. and then maybe Dejounte can be a number three, right? Um, or and, and who knows? He's only twenty five, so maybe he raises his game to the level mm-hmm. of number two, or we'll see. But like the fact that the Spurs aren't quite there yet, like what what's what's available to them? Do the Spurs do the Spurs even t- take Murray and say, "Hey, look, he's our best guy"? Do we go to a team and say, "We'll flip Murray"? and some other guys for your star player right? and then try to build from there. Like what's the appetite? First of all, what, what do you think the appetite is from the Spurs front office? And what's the appetite for Spurs fans who are yeah. sitting there like watching this team be kind of okay, but not bad enough that they're, they're talking right. about the top five pick, but not good enough where, I mean, you might not even make the play in game. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's a big divide right now with Spurs fans. Um, there's team tank and then there's team, you know, just push forward and make the best that you can do in the draft, whether you're picking at 10, 11 or 12. Um, so that's where the fan base is. I tend to lean towards get higher up in the draft, 
get more ping pong balls, increase your odds, because historically that's the only way San Antonio was built, you know, to their title run. I mean, Manu, well, as far as top picks are concerned, what did they do, John? They got aggressive one year and they said, we're going to move up in the draft. They got some guy named Kawhi Leonard. Um, They tanked light-ish in the 90s and they got themselves a guy named Tim Duncan. They had a horrific year one year and they got David Robinson. They drafted smart, got the third overall pick, got Sean Elliott. You see where I'm going with this. It'd be different if I said, Hey, John, um, man, I'd love to talk to you about locked on uh, Celtics and the Spurs game tonight because Kevin Durant's making his debut as a Spur yeah. against Boston. That doesn't happen in San Antonio. James right. Harden, you know, is out there putting out the list of teams he wants to go to, and the Spurs are one of them. That does not happen in San Antonio. Um, right. I, I think they have to either get aggressive, which we've seen before they can do it, or just rack up more ping pongs. Now, to, to their credit, John, they did a bang-up job with number 29. Actually, i give you two of them, two 29s, DeJounte Murray and Derek White. So they, yeah. they do okay. you know. But now imagine what they could do with a top five pick, a top <laughs> right. ten pick. You know, I think I think that's where they need to really start looking as far as a pushing to rebuild. Um, I know the Spurs names been floated around with Ben Simmons, you, you know, but I, I don't see anything happening. I think that's going to be a knockout drag off fight between Simmons and Maury and the 76ers. Uh, but I really believe that since free agency doesn't work, John, I think they really have to consider just climbing up in the draft. Even if they flip in the draft, say, hey, we got some kid named Trey Jones that's really coming on right now. Uh, we got a stash of draft picks because they do have a stash of draft picks from uh, the Chicago deal. Uh, hopefully they get some more with that young. You know, add them in there, add them in. They need to climb up that draft. And mm-hmm. this uh, first team is, um, is you know, they just, they just need a power player. They need that main guy right now. And the good news is, though, is that, there's a new regime as far as a general manager is concerned. It's no longer Pop. It's no longer R.C. Buford. It's Brian Wright. He's the one who made the selection for Josh Primo. I remember I was at Barclays just like sitting there thinking, what did I just hear? That, that was a mistake. Adam Silver, you read the wrong card. You know, <laughs> you know when you have guys, you know, big name players that are playing very well right now uh, for other teams, but they go with him. So he's showing size. He's not afraid to make bold moves like that. I hope he's not afraid to make bold moves come moving up the draft and maybe flipping some of these guys because they're on very good team-friendly deals. They are. I don't know if you've seen that tweet that came out by uh, Profit X. No. DeJounte Murray's real-time value right now is $30 million a year. Nah. Nah. He's getting paid a year right now, 18 by San Antonio. Yep. So they got a lot of good uh, deals that they can hopefully flip and move, and we'll see what they do. Be interesting to see. I think I think Murray could be a part of a package that that could go for one of those that disgruntled star mm-hmm. type of pick. Like if and, and the problem is right now, no, there isn't one out there. I mean, unless you, unless you're talking about Bradley Beal, where you, yeah. you flip Murray and whatever other stuff and a bunch of picks and everything, and and Beal ends up being the guy. Um, but you're right. I think you you have to you have to make a trade for that, or you have to say we're just going full on OKC Houston. Mm-hmm. You know, here's Dejounte Murray for a bunch of picks. Here's yep. you know Derek White for whatever you can give us picks wise. Here's you know let's get a couple of seconds for Thad Young. Let's you know all that stuff like that. That 
I can see them. I can see them going down that road. So let's let's wrap this up with this. We're gonna we're talking on the court now. The Celtics are going to be playing the Spurs mm-hmm. on uh, Wednesday night. The Spurs are playing on Tuesday night. Um, we've seen the Spurs beat the Celtics once. What mm-hmm. do you think the Spurs need to do to to do it again? Celebrate the freedom of choice with Built Bar. Did you know you can choose from many delicious flavors at Built Bar? Well, you can get coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, salted caramel, strawberry. The list goes on and on. There's definitely a flavor for each and every Built Bar fan. And hey, look, if you feel like you're going to miss out, they have the mix box. You'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they're also healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today. Get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. That is pretty cool. Go to Built.com right now and get yourself 15% off your order. That's Built.com, 15% off once again at Built.com. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are turning to football as teams are back in the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline, your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest open now at BetOnline. Head to the website, BetOnline.ag. Or use your mobile device to sign up today and get yourself a 100% welcome bonus. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. From football, basketball, boxing, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts use promo code LOCKEDON. I I think... um... Well, it doesn't help too that we we kind of mentioned it earlier, you know, that your guys are getting healthy, and it looks like it might be a full complement of players for Boston uh, later on tonight out at TD. So, I, I think the Spurs just got to do with the, what they've been doing is just remaining competitive and taking this game to the final frame. Now, if you look at the bulk of their losses, San Antonio either loses from the three point line because they're still one of the worst teams when it comes to the three shot. Or and this shocked me, the free throw line. They're one yeah. of the worst teams in, in from the free throw line. I noticed so, that everybody's free throw percentage. Like, how is Dejounte Murray shooting below seventy percent? Right? Same thing with you know Kelvin yeah. Johnson. Like, uh, there yeah. there are a lot of like, huh? That's that's bizarre. But, but okay, see how your reaction is right now. That's exactly how the fan base and even I, you know, with lockdown Spurs. Sometimes I'm like. It doesn't when make I have sense. On. And they're, exactly. They're like, they're like, oh, so who do you think is going to win, you know, uh, Spurs? I'm making it up. Spurs is Memphis. I'll be, I don't know. Flip a quarter. <laughs> There's your answer. That's the Spurs that's going to that's gonna win because yeah. they're on their game. They're playing four quarters of ball, and the three shot is falling. We good. You know, or it's if the three shot's not falling, they're not making throws, they're going to lose. So, yeah. um, but I, I just think they got to just do what they've been doing this season. The best thing they can do and they have excelled at is remaining competitive. This is a team that Boston cannot sleep on. I'm telling you now, don't sleep on them. That's don't. I think Utah slept on them in that first game uh, where the Spurs shocked them and beat them. I they really think Utah lost that game. I don't think the Spurs won that game out in right. uh, Utah. Right. Um, don't sleep on this Spurs team. They will sneak up on you. Also, um, 
keep an eye on uh for Devin Vassell. Um low-key mm-hmm. kind of starting to emerge as maybe better than Murray. I mean, he is playing very well defensively, offensively, reliable three shot, good defense, plays the passing lanes well, good defender. Keep an eye on him. Also, if if you want a little um, intel, Derek White, as much as he's been playing good, I you, you want to sag off him because his three shot is just atrocious. When <laughs> Russell Westbrook shoots better from three than Derek White, and Derek White is listed as a shooting guard, you know that's an issue. So, yeah, uh, but 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 yeah, I mean, uh, Jakob Pertl is another player to keep an eye on tonight. Just playing very well, looking like a, tro- a top 10 draft pick that he was. You know, I forget that he was a number 10 overall pick in his draft class. Yeah. He was. Yeah. 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 So uh, I, I, that's a good point. I forgot about that, too. Yeah. he uh, He's playing just like a top 10 lottery pick right now. And that's what puts me in this kind of weird space with the Spurs. I'm like, on paper, they're good. But it just doesn't translate sometimes yeah. on the court. And that's just a maturity young. I think there's, I forget the name of the outlet, so forgive me, but there is a stat out there that says if you weigh the Spurs NBA experience uh, currently on the roster, I think it comes down to about three and a half years experience. That's what they measure to. So they, yeah. they, they don't they don't have a lot of experience. And I think you definitely see that on the court at times. I'm expecting this game to go down the wire. I'm expecting a fourth quarter, unless Jalen Brown puts on those DeJounte Murray <laughs> Fiesta color shoes and it's over, you know, yeah, dropping man. 50 points on, how do you do 50 something? 50, 50 on the nose in that overtime. So 47 in regulation, uh, 14 points in the last four minutes of the fourth quarter. And, and, and Jason Tatum is slowly becoming a Spurs killer. I, I honestly believe that. I mean, yeah. it's like he, he, he gets, he gets his definitely. And if he, if he is back tonight, then uh, Spurs got themselves a handful, but it should be a really, really good game. Spurs Celtics. He is, he is indeed back. Um, so we'll see. Dejounte Murray killed the Celtics the first time around. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Um, but one of the favorite things the Celtics do, one of their favorite hobbies, is sleeping on opponents that that they feel is lesser than them. That's that's something the Celtics do. So, and, and in that first game, that's what happened, right? The Celtics yeah. uh, were down thirty to fourteen in the first quarter. So. They had to come back and and try to come back, and they couldn't do it. So I think, I think I was at that game. I think they did take the lead at one mo- moment in the second half, and then the Spurs just uh, came back and got the W. But it was a very classic Celtics loss. Hey, by the way, you know, I mean, you're not kind of an Eme here. I mean, he probably knows Pop's tricks and trades here. Oh, you know, yeah, so man. That's, I would not be surprised if Eme, that Eme-Popovich battle would be fun. I, I I have seen like some traces of the um the Spurs uh, the hammer screen that they mm-hmm. that they use like some of the old Spurs plays I have seen uh, you know some traces of that so yeah there's there's definitely some of that and, you know Ime he plays it so cool he's like yeah just another game you know no big deal and yeah. I'm like is it really though is it <laughs> I mean come on like. I, I, I heard he pulled a, a classic pop moment where he caught a timeout within seconds of the game. Third I, quarter. I, it, yeah. Something like that. Third yeah. Quarter. Like right out of, right out of into the third quarter. He, he called a timeout. That's sat there right and just there. into the team. I'm waiting for, I really am waiting for the Popovich bench. The guys with like, you know, halfway <laughs> through the third quarter, like, <laughs> oh, okay. Slept in a quarter. You're like what? Yeah. Okay. 
yeah. just like I'm waiting for that. Um, hopefully the Celtics don't get to that point, yeah. but I'm waiting for that. Um, hey, you know what? He hasn't subbed Jason Tatum back in in a long time here, yeah. and it's halfway through the fourth quarter. And hops on the other sideline like this, like yeah, that's yeah. gonna do what he. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, yeah, we'll see. Uh, it, I, it's gonna be an interesting game because I think on paper the Celtics are gonna be full for the yeah. most part. They might be missing um, one or two guys, but I don't think anybody of significance will have their full starting lineup. Yeah. But the, the Celtics love to take teams lightly, and so. I'm oh. I'm surprised. I mean, that Ime was a was a player that you know wanted had a killer mentality. You know, uh, yeah. it just it just that's a little. I'm a little surprised he even said that that you know that they let team they played down to their competition. Yeah, but you know what? I think I think there's a lot going on here with the Celtics. I I do think that they have. I personally believe that they between Kyrie and Tristan Thompson, those two guys came in to Boston. And caught these guys at like super young. Like Tatum was a rookie, and his first experience is playing with with Kyrie. And then later on, Tristan Thompson comes in, and they're both basically like, "Screw the regular season, right?" Like, yeah, you got to play the regular season, but I really feel like those two guys planted in these guys' mm-hmm. brain, like, don't overextend yourself during the regular season. Right. Don't go too nuts. Like, when you have an opportunity to dial back, dial it back because. The most important thing is being 100% for the playoffs or as close sure. to 100% as you can for the playoffs, which I do understand. Like, yes, the most important thing is being 100% for the playoffs. However, those guys were trying to get 100% for the playoffs with LeBron James by their side, and the Celtics don't have a LeBron James. No one has a LeBron James except for the Lakers or whoever LeBron James is playing for. Right. I think these guys got the wrong message, and Ime is coming in and being like, no, you have to build the good habits now. Right. And the best way to, uh, to, to, to get that rest and save yourself is to blow teams the hell out in the first three quarters so you can rest in the fourth quarter, not coast through the middle of the game and have to turn it on in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. So I do think that Ime is trying to break a lot of habits, and that that one is – one of them for sure. Like that habit needs to be broken. And if it's not, then we're going to see, we're going to have to see some changes around here. But I, I think yeah. that that's something that to your point, Ime is going to have to like I- I- impress upon them that look, build your habits. The regular season <laughs> is about building your habits and playing the right way. If you play the right way for 30 minutes and you're up 30, then you can take the fourth quarter off. But if you're, if you're, up 30 in the first quarter and you're then it's down to three in the fourth quarter then what good have you done you know mm-hmm. so we'll see it's a long process and i think people wanted it right away mm-hmm. but it's really it's a long process yeah it is and it just just to go circle back to just how jekyll and hyde this spurs team is heading into tonight's game and again disclaimer again recorded before the toronto game so obviously these numbers could change but just just gives you an idea of how up and down, inconsistent or consistently inconsistent, and you, you know how it goes. So, talked about earlier how the Spurs are one of the worst three point shooting teams in the league, right? But yet, in the last six games straight, they made more three pointers than their opponent. But yet, they look <laughs> on a three game losing streak. Okay, so why? Well, they've been out rebounded by their opponents in three straight games. So, they do something good, make three pointers, yay, and then they slack over here. I mean, like they that just goes to the point that this is a young team. They, they they can't put together a complete game. And, you know they they get they can't just you know hey 
everything because we don't have a superstar as Popovich made very clear on media day. Uh, I, I mean, he made it very clear, John, you go back and look at that video. He's like, Oh no, we don't have any stars on this team. No, there's no way. Yeah. Um, and, but he did say this, that he, and his, you know, he's a head coach, you know, one of the greatest in, in, in history and his, his proof of the pudding. Now he said each game from after media day, day one of regular season till now, they have to play a complete game just to stay competitive. Yeah. So that just shows you that um, he knew that this team had to be together, that chemistry needed to be together. Um, that got ironed out uh, after about month three of the, of the of the season. Okay, now it's just putting the little things together. Okay, you're doing good at street, but maintain the boards. Now you got out rebound it. Now look what you're doing. Three-game losing streak. Okay, yeah, you're making threes. But guess what? You have two consecutive road losses. And by the way, you have less steals than the other team. So it's just, though, you know, they got to learn to put together better games first period to fourth because they don't have a Jason Tatum. They don't have a James Harden. They don't have a Kevin Durant. They don't even have a a LaMarcus Aldridge or DeMar DeRozan. Um, So, I mean, this is a team devoid of just an all-star, John. There's not an all-star on this roster. So this is a young team. They're learning, and I give them credit. They are learning. They're doing things right right now. Is just, you know, you see them do dumb mistakes. Like sophomore Devin Vassell puts together phenomenal plays, steals the ball, dunks, rebounds, gets the guy hype. All right, game on the line, you know, shot clock winding down. Stupid turnover. Mm-hmm. Um, travel. You know, like, and he's there like, ugh. you know, he knows it too. And that just kind of derails their momentum. So, you know, Pop can't roll out the ball and say, Timmy, Kawhi, LMA, Tony, Mana, do your thing. He can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. You're seeing him have to really coach this year. And credit to him. Um, he's not, he's letting these kids learn. Like, if Josh Primo's out there and he's getting bullied, okay, you're staying out there for another round, another play. Learn, go, go. Derek White, you did a bonehead play you forced a pass you're not getting benched keep on um yeah. you know once in a while he'll go back to his pop ways especially on the defensive end if somebody misses a defensive assignment he'll call the quick timeout. but for the most part yeah you see him really teaching this year just teaching and i think he loves that aspect of it now where now he gets to really hone these guys skills and not just rely on star talent as he had for the bulk of his career in the NBA. Well, we'll see. We'll see what the uh, yeah what the coaching matchup is like. Um, it's going to be an interesting game, I think. You know, yep. may, maybe some revenge on the Celtics' minds. Maybe they'll actually come out wow. and play hard. Oh, good lord! Wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Would not be surprised with this young team. So All right, I'm, yep. brace, I'm bracing for a big L. I'm bracing for it. I'm like, <laughs> long as they just learn just learn from their mistakes for everything spurs follow jeff at jeff g spurs zone uh where else is your stuff where, where are you writing now i'm over there at our tegna affiliate at kins 5 san antonio so go check it out kins 5.com slash spurs and of course subscribe to lockdown spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast david lock has this everywhere there's no excuse you to not find lockdown Celtics or lockdown spurs if you say right. itunes sure uh stitcher great um, smart speaker, yeah. This does the play Lockdown Celtics or Lockdown Spurs, and it will play. So, uh, yeah, appreciate this, and uh, good luck tonight, John. All right. Same to you, man. Check out Lockdown Spurs. <laughs>